Hi everyone, I'm Dave Chapman and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly podcast from Buffer. Today we're taking a deep dive into a platform that we believe could be your social media secret weapon, especially if you're selling products directly to consumers. Let's jump into the show. When you think about social media platforms, what are the first ones that come to mind? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Well, today we'll be discussing another platform, one that we feel could be the most overlooked social media platform out there in 2020. Here's Eve Lily Young to share today's question. Hi, I'm Eve Lily Young from the Social Minds podcast by Social Chain Agency. And I want to ask Buffer why most brands are still seemingly bored by the idea of Pinterest. This is going to be a fun one to dig into. To answer this question, I called on occasional Science of Social Media co-host and our head of PR, Hayley Griffiths. I spoke to Hayley as she was enjoying a morning cup of Earl Grey tea on the east coast of the US. Stay tuned for some insights directly from the Pinterest team. So Pinterest is a huge platform with hundreds of millions of users, yet it just doesn't seem to generate the same excitement from brands as Facebook or Instagram. Why do you think that is? Yeah, Pinterest is this incredible visual platform, and I wish that people understood it more, but there are a few reasons that I know why people don't quite understand the power of it. One of the main ones is that it's not as large as other social networks, right? So Pinterest has 335 million active users on Pinterest monthly, whereas that monthly number for Instagram, for example, is over 1 billion. So it can be overlooked from the numbers standpoint. Another reason that Pinterest can be overlooked sometimes is that it was branded early on as only for a certain demographic, and that demographic tended to be young women. So brands wrote it off from the beginning. If that wasn't their core demographic, they were like, well, the only people that hang out on Pinterest are young women, and so we're not going to be there. But in fact, 40% of new Pinterest signups right now are men. So to debunk that one a little bit. So I think those are the reasons that Pinterest is kind of not as looked at as some of the other social networks. We do love to pick up on something like this and explore an untapped resource, don't we? Something like this is flown under the radar, but it's an incredible opportunity. And so we recently went on a bit of a deep dive into Pinterest here at Buffer. Could you share a bit more about that? Yeah. So we started writing a post about Pinterest and we wanted to look a little bit deeper into some of their data. And I reached out to the Pinterest team and they were just really forthcoming, really wonderful people. They just have a ton of information readily available on their website. And then they were also kind enough to give a quick presentation to our marketing team and a few folks on our customer onboarding team as well. So we're all on the same page about Pinterest features and how powerful it is as a platform. Wow. So could you share some of the information the Pinterest team shared with us during your conversation? Absolutely. They, they shared so much great stuff. So one of the biggest takeaways for us was that Pinterest is a place where users are making purchases and discovering brands, two things that a lot of brands are really focused on. So some numbers to back this up, 83% of weekly pinners have made a purchase based on the content they saw from Pinterest. And then another high number here, 77% of weekly pinners have discovered a new brand or product on Pinterest. And then the last one is that 90% of weekly pinners use Pinterest to make purchasing decisions. And I can say personally, for me, this data is all spot on. Pinterest isn't like any of the other social networks that I use, because instead of viewing photos and videos about other people on Pinterest, it's all about you and the things you want to do and create. So it is a very powerful platform when it comes to making purchases and discovering brands. That's powerful stuff. So 
With this data in mind, what opportunities are there for brands to leverage Pinterest? There are three that come to mind immediately, so I'll chat through the three of those. The first one is branding your pins. So this is a little bit astonishing, but 97% of the top searches on Pinterest, they're unbranded. And all of those pins just don't have any logos on them or brand names or anything like that, even if they are a brand product. So making sure that you as a brand, when you're on Pinterest, that you're putting your logo and your branding on those images and products that you're sharing is huge. It's a huge opportunity to stand out and gain brand recognition through this platform that already has so many purchasing decisions happening through it. So one of the easiest things here is just add a small logo in one of the four corners of your pin before you pin it. So that's the first one, brand your pins. One of the second ones, this should be quite straightforward, but I'm just going to mention it anyways, create mobile first content. 85% of pinners are using the mobile app when they're using it. And I think that's not just true for people on Pinterest, but people on a lot of other social networks. So I think that brands are already on the understanding that this is what they should be doing. So it's important that your content appeals to them while they're on their phones and it appears properly in their feeds. The other key piece of this is not just making sure that your content is mobile first friendly, but if you have any websites or pages that you're directing them to, that those pages are also mobile first friendly. That's like the next step that you could take here. And then finally, especially if you're a brand that's selling products, you can set up a shop on Pinterest. So that's the last thing I would recommend that you do. It's really easy for brands to set up a shop and then you can feature it super prominently on your Pinterest profile. Every business profile on Pinterest has the ability to do this. And the shop tab is just what it sounds like. It's a place where users can go to see all of the products that your brand is selling. And then brands can leverage that tab to share pins that link directly to their sales page for the specific product. And if you do have products, Pinterest is making this whole process super easy. They even have a method for importing new products through Pinterest catalogs. And all you have to do is have your data source approved. And then as you add new products to your websites, they get automatically added to Pinterest as well. That's amazing. I love the sound of that. I believe that seasonality is also even more important on Pinterest than some of the other social networks. How can listeners know what content to post and when? That's a great one. So seasonality is huge on Pinterest. And luckily, Pinterest is happy to share that data with brands. So every year they release the top 100 trends for Pinterest. So you can check out Pinterest 100 and 100 is spelled out the number. So 100. So Pinterest 100.com. And you can see the top 100 trends for 2020. Then they also release a blog post every month with trends for that month. So say for March, at the beginning of the month, they share data from which searches are trending. So one of the trends in March was aquariums. Searches for mossball aquariums were up 201% year over year. And wall aquarium ideas are up 47% year over year. So this is just really good to know what is trending on Pinterest and how does it align with the content you're sharing. And then they also have this really handy calendar and they share when searches for large times of the year, like think like New Year's, summer, Thanksgiving in the US, when people start searching for that in the year. So for example, I hadn't known that people start searching for terms related to the new year in June. So it's really helpful to plan your calendar around when these, these searches are happening and it helps you plan your campaigns for these specific times of the year as well. And this data can help you even if you aren't using Pinterest, because if people are searching for it on Pinterest, it's relevant to their lives, regardless of the social network that they're using. Pinterest really does seem to have this incredible amount of resources, and they've done a lot of the work to help you even before you get started, right? Yeah, and they give you so much data. Honestly, I can't underline that enough. They share so much information with brands, which is incredible.
I really enjoyed that conversation and learned so much about Pinterest. Some of the data really blew my mind, so let's have a recap. Here are some of the stats that Haley mentioned. 83% of weekly pinners have made a purchase based on content they saw from brands on Pinterest. 77% of weekly pinners have discovered a new brand or product on Pinterest. And 90% of weekly pinners use Pinterest to make purchase decisions. It feels so powerful to know that people are using Pinterest with the intention to discover and buy new products. And the fact that 97% of pins are unbranded feels like a huge opportunity for brands to increase awareness and recognition. And it seems like just a simple step to move people directly to a sale using a Pinterest shop. Pinterest might not get the same amount of coverage as some of the other major players in the social space, but dive into the data and I think there are plenty of opportunities for brands to use it to grow their business. Thank you so much for listening to the Science of Social Media. We'll be back with another new episode next week.